Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson, and uh, we are your hosts today, as we are every week for our Church Solutions Podcast. It's good to have everyone everyone with us, and uh, we are a tech company called JSL Solutions. And what do we do, Steve? Steve, uh, well, let's see. We serve ministries. We serve ministries with a few tech products, streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive, and myflock.com, and we serve our local ministries. And we serve ministries through this podcast, given sharing our vast amounts of experience with, uh, actually, we do have some pretty good experience. Well, yeah, that just means we're really old, I guess. I, I guess. We've been around and been there and done that, so... So today, uh, so so as you said, Steve, we we do talk about tech related things. We talk about leadership related issues. We we talk about all sorts of things involving church. And today we're going to talk about. So we're going to go over ten ways to get people involved. This is one of the primary challenges is to get people involved. Well, it really is. And anybody, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you are. Uh, either a leader in your church, some capacity, maybe a pastor, maybe uh, maybe a volunteer, and and you know that uh, you know trying to get people involved is is definitely a challenge at times. The old the old uh, adage, what is it? Twenty uh, percent of the people do eighty percent. Oh yeah, that's very true. It's, I've seen that very much. It, it is very true. We've both been involved in leadership. So uh, so we're going to talk about ten ways to get people involved. Uh, so here are some things we will just go over. Uh, to and this is this is involving you know you've got different ministries different needs in your church different things going on how do you get these people involved so the first one we've got all sorts of things here yeah some ideas some tips so uh, first one we had on our list is just special announcements special announcements now now uh, I am kind of the announcement guy at my church and uh, when we say announcements uh, a lot of churches will have you know they have some music and then uh, somewhere in their service they'll have announcements Sometimes before the service starts, sometimes after the music, sometimes after the sermon, sometimes all three places. Uh, And I always push for not making a lot of announcements. I'm real big on that. We've talked about that before because, you know, you lose people. and, And I think we've even talked about criteria for announcements, right. and you really want to keep it. Yeah. And minimal. with with this, I would think that one of the things you want to do is you don't you what you don't want to do is just get up and say we need your help. You know, please right. volunteer. Right. You want to say, hey, we uh, we need another guy that that uh, to drive the soundboard, uh, somebody that knows how to turn knobs and uh, and has ears. You know, get very specific about the opportunities and just make them quick and brief. You mm-hmm. know, with a special announcement, but just make it. Uh, very specific and detail oriented. Uh, yeah, and also what I would add to this, and I would I, I would add, you know, if you've got the capacity in your church to show some visual things on a screen or screens, you know, we have a couple screens at my church. I think your church has a two or three screens, probably, mm-hmm. or did anyhow. I would get a graphic. I would dress up a graphic for whatever that is. So you can take your example of audio. You need somebody to help in audio. Uh, you know, maybe even talk about, you know, what our vision here at this church is we want to have quality, you know, 
presentations. And if you're interested in being a part of our tech team and then maybe have a graphic on the tech team and then maybe a way to contact a person on that graphic, maybe, you know, one of the leaders email addresses or. Because what what it's going to do is I think it's going to spark a connection with somebody depending on what it is. You know, if it was somebody, Oh gee, I've, you know, I'd like to be able to turn knobs on a big soundboard or I would like to teach second graders, about the Bible with picture stories, you know, or whatever it may be, right. it's going to have form a connection. You want to make a specific announcement. And, and putting a graphic in there, uh, it spices up the, the presentation a little bit, even though it may only be 30 seconds uh, or less, hopefully. Uh, it at least spices up for people sitting there going, I have no interest in this thing. Yeah. But at least the graphic pops up, and so it's not like they're just kind of sitting there daydreaming you know, while you ramble on about something. So consider that. Consider special announcements, but I would not do that all the time. Right. Just occasionally. Uh, There's other things we're going to talk about here. Right. Exactly. Speaking of which. So number two on the list is Facebook advertising. You know, uh, my church has a Facebook page and they're involved in it. They really are. Now, not everybody is, but, uh, you know, we've talked about social media before and how I think you should find something that your people connect with and then use it. So this is not to be confused with actually Facebook paid advertising. Yeah. This is just using your Facebook to page promote. as a as a means to promote, some, right? Yeah, yeah. advertising. One of these days, it's, we'll cover Facebook advertising. So that, that's I probably shouldn't have put the word advertising in the notes here. Sorry about that. That but, would be a very interesting way. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you have a paid out there at you, out there to, you know what you could. Uh, I know some churches that that look for musicians that way. Oh yeah, uh, and and they will put up a they'll pay an ad to find musicians. Yeah, kind of makes sense for a uh, yeah. unique capability. Yeah. But what we're talking about here, honestly, is is if you are doing what we've told you in the past, and that is, you know, really working your Facebook, your church's Facebook page, mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, keeping it up to date and putting little things in there, you could certainly put something where you have a need or, or something to get people involved on your Facebook page. And again, I would add a graphic to it. Right, I, I would I would use graphics. To, it's so yeah, easy. And I would be specific as well. Absolutely. So identify yeah. some needs, some some things that people could connect with. Right. Absolutely. So uh, as we move on down the list here, on ten ways to get your people involved in your church, uh, bulletin is the bulletin is certainly a if you still use a bulletin. Still a good way to do that if it's done right, and again, not a long, long paragraph, but something that's short with contact information. Yeah, and again, the visual would also be a good idea to have that as well. I I really do think so. And and speaking of which, as we move through this a little bit, and this probably would be number 11 as we work down the list here, newsletter, uh, you know, I hope that people are using – a newsletter that that is a good fit for your church because you really can uh if you you know like with mailchimp we've talked about mailchimp mm-hmm. is a good way to put out your newsletter uh there's constant contact there's several of them out there that give you the ability to put together a really nice looking newsletter if you add graphics to it uh you can put together a really weekly newsletter or buy monthly newsletter mm-hmm. and uh, really you can dress it up good, capture email addresses and, and send stuff out. And again, uh, what the, the main theme and what I've been talking about the last few points we've brought up is graphics. 
Right. Get yourself a graphic or something. Photoshop's out there. There's GIMP. There's other sources out there as well. So this is the you're talking initially the bulletin that that you know is you hand out as people arrive at church. Right. Would have that information, and then the other avenue would be going the newsletter route. Newsletter and, route with graphics, and again, uh, you want some details, but but I would get too detail oriented in some of these things. I would keep it short and concise. And people can always, you know, sit, make sure you have good contact information. So if somebody is interested in it, they, they have an email address they can respond to. And hopefully your leaders will check their email. Right. <laughs> uh, so as we move on down the list here on, on 10 ways to get people involved. So the handout flyers, I saw this on the list and I kind of I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, I actually hadn't thought of this before. But uh, you're talking about handing out flyers not as people arrive, but maybe as people leave the church. Yeah, you know, uh, we found this, I found this to be, uh, you know, you go to certain stores, grocery stores, or certain places, uh, a lot of times you're walking out of the business, they give you a flyer. Right. And and uh, honestly, most of the time, I look at it because they're trying to sell me something, so I usually just toss it or I don't take it. But in this case, again, the theme of this whole thing so far has been, you know, putting something that looks nice together. The, the graphics well put together, uh, and and in a church, you know, you're not necessarily selling something. You just want people to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think it could work. I mean, these are suggestions. I'm not saying you take all these and do them. You may not like them all, but you know, it's an idea, right? And I think one of the things you know, I don't know if we mention it in this is you want to also. I mean, people will get involved as a. I mean, it's it's something they want to do. It's something that's good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to present the aspect of, Hey, you know, you've got grandkids or you have kids yourself and working with the kids is going to bring you some joy. You know, yeah, you have to be there on Sunday and, and work through the kids and put up with, uh, you know, some stuff, but overall you kind of step back at the end of the day and go, you know, my day was made better because I participated and helped out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just um, listened to uh, something very interesting on the way over to your home office, and it talked about they were talking about happiness, and they did a, a study, and they took uh, and they interviewed a group of people and said, you know, what what makes you happy? And said, well, I enjoy playing video games, I like going to a movie, I like doing this sort of thing. So they took half of this group, and they said, okay, you got two three hours, and I want you to go do what makes you happy. And then they took the other half of the group and they said, what we're going to do is we're going to put you in service. We're going to, you're going to go help out at a homeless shelter. You're going to go feed some people. You're going to do some things. And then they brought the people back together and kind of compared notes. And they basically found that those that were assigned to the service project were much more happy than those that spent the couple hours playing video games or whatever. And to the point where those that were playing video games were like, oh, I missed out. You know, I would have rather mm-hmm. gone down and helped out with, uh, you know, whatever the, the yeah. service was. So that was pretty interesting. That so, is, which and it kind of probably ties into something down the list here a little ways, and that is, you know, teaching a series uh, on servanthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that there, the, what you just said and what you just listened to the podcast, apparently you listened to was, I think it, I think I absolutely agree with that. I, I think you do get fulfillment when you serve other people and help yeah, other people. I think people, and a lot of it is that people don't anticipate it. If they had said, Oh, we're going to have you sign up for a service thing where you're going to go do this, or we're going to have you sign up to go watch a movie. 
more people go, well, I'll go watch up, sign up to watch the movie group. But when, you know, when the day's over and you're, you know, kind of looking back, you said, you know, that was a lot more rewarding and a lot made me a lot happier. So you want to try to farm that aspect of it, that it's not only that the church may need your service, but you may need to serve the church as you know, to help right. you know, to make your day better. Yeah, absolutely. Very fulfilling. In fact, uh, which again ties into this other point, you know, teach a series on s- servanthood. So, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, well, I don't, I'm not the pastor. I don't teach all the time, but maybe you could suggest that to your leadership team. Because I know like when I went off and started a church years ago, we had instant growth. We, we grew and we had all these needs you know, and, and we needed people to help, you know? And so I thought, I'm going to teach on serving, you know, and I put a a series together on servant, Mm -hmm. servanthood. I don't remember what I called it. And it really did help. It it really helped people understand, you know, the, the meaning of serving and how they can actually, what they have, their gifts, their talents can add to something. And there's almost always something that you are gifted in that could help your ministry, your church. Yeah. And it's going to be rewarding for you to, to serve and people may not um, anticipate that. Yeah, absolutely. So that was that was on the list. So we just scratched two of those off. Uh, the other thing is uh, word of mouth, uh, which actually you've kind of clarified earlier before we did this podcast, reaching out directly to people. Yeah, I found uh, that's probably the most. I mean, word of mouth is is important so that people hear about it. But I think the most effective way is to walk up to somebody and put your arm on your shoulder and say, "Hey." I think you'd make a great, you know, whatever it is, right. X, Y, Z. Sure. You'd make a great fourth grade children's worker. Yeah. Or you'd make a great, um, you know, soundboard intern. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Or in the case I was talking about, I was on the board and was working alongside a guy that was already working within the church. I said, you would make a great board member. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that's true. And you know, the and so, you know what I used to do was uh, because I've pretty much never been in a church setting where I wasn't in leadership to some capacity. So uh, usually I'm in the back unless I was teaching or involved in something on the on the platform. Uh, I would be usually in the back of the church directing something or running something. And so a lot of times I would be standing back there and I literally would, would kind of uh, scan, scan the crowd and think, yeah, I know that guy or I know that gal. I bet you, she would be a good fit for this. You know, and sometimes I was right. Sometimes I was wrong, but right. I would do exactly what you said. I just go up to him, talk to him and say, Hey, would you be interested in being involved in right. know, some area of, of ministry? And that's really is the most effective way to do it. Cause people have, they feel a personal connection, right? Um, you know, because they, they were asked, it's going to kind of bring people across the line. You know, some of the things we're talking about here, people may not respond to a flyer or announcement or whatever that right. sort of thing. But when somebody specifically says, "Hey, you'd right. be great if you would do this," well, I know uh, your pastor Jeff Love used to say, uh, if, "If you want to make a friend, ask them to help you with something." Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, he was talking even just in, in a personal deal. But uh, I I have found that's true. When you ask somebody to help you, whether it's, you know, maybe not help you move, but maybe help you do something. Right. I used to help. I used to have a pickup truck for years. So I was always <laughs> so asked lots to help of friends. Move. Huh? Yeah. But, but uh, you know, asking somebody to help you with something, even on a personal basis, many times that can create an avenue for a relationship oh, yeah. that ends up being a good, really a good positive thing. And I think it's the same way at church. When you ask somebody to serve or help, uh, it helps them get 
connected more. That's one of the things I always used to teach in servanthood was it helps people get connected because, you know, unless people really make friends at your church, if they're newer people and they're just coming, if they don't make some kind of friends, friendship, relationship, somehow or another within uh, a period of a couple months or so, usually uh, they're going to disappear mm-hmm. because what keeps people coming to church, you know, is relationships. Right. And, 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 you know, we're not, this isn't, uh, I mean, the motives here, I don't think are on pure. I think you can, again, help people, in their in their life by serving, right. yeah, that's it. That reminds me of we moved into our home along actually quite a while ago, but one of our new neighbors was he he really stood out because we was doing something in the backyard, and he just came over and was wanting to help out. Yeah. I was thinking that's kind of interesting. So yeah, it can nice. work, and yeah, he was aggressive with it as well. I mean, he was willing to hey. He's out there doing something. I'm going to go over and see if yeah. see if I can Certain, help him. Yeah. yeah, awesome. All right, so word of mouth and uh, slash reach out directly to people. I think both those things help a lot. Um, and then uh, the other one is something that you may not have thought about before. Uh, and again, this this falls in the realm of social media, mm-hmm. and it's Instagram. Right, becoming more and more popular. Yes, uh, and I think again, as the theme we've been talking about for the most part has been, you know graphics or pictures that look really good you can instagram different things going on at your church right and post them and and uh you know again this is going to work mainly on you know you're gonna to have to advertise you have an instagram account to your church you're gonna to to tell people hey check out our instagram you know account uh, and and if and there's more and more people getting on instagram so again people will check out your instagram uh, they usually get notified if there's a post or something you've done you could post, you know, maybe it's the landscaping team or something, you know, post some nice pictures of landscaping. And again, and it, it's just another, another source. Hashtag how to get involved or yeah, whatever exactly. maybe. Yeah. So again, just a little, maybe out of the box thinking here. All right. So we already covered teaching a series on servanthood would help. Um, and here's something that, that uh, I do. I don't know. I think your church does it too. We have a little pre-service video that we run and uh, we run a pre-service video before and after the service. And what it really amounts to is pretty much just pictures. I mean, literally here's how I do it. I just use movie maker. Uh, It's a free program. And so I will put the images on about announcements we have. So every announcement we do has an image connected to it. Some kind of a graphic or image. Right. So you so, roll that prior to the service. Yeah, I just and then, roll it, and I, I will put text in. You know, uh, you know. Yeah, we, I think we, it's a com- very common practice. Yeah, we we're having a, a you know a harvest party coming up, and and so we have a image harvest party image and the date and the time. Right. And and, uh, and we actually have music in the background too. But but you can run those things for your announcements. Number one and number two, when you have a need in an area of, of the church, you can make a slide for that. Throw it in the mix and yeah. throw it right in the mix and and run it before your service because you got people walking in, uh, you know. And there's some of them are early, and then you have people a lot of times hanging around after the services are done. They're mm-hmm. hanging around, grabbing somebody, talking, and there's you've got these things projected. Uh, we have it projected in several different areas, and I think again, your church does the same thing. You've got it in a lobby that's projected, you know, on the yeah. TV. So, yeah. And we actually stream it before and after the services yeah. too. So that's true. You do, you do on the streaming video part. So, right. so again, uh, again, just another way to let people know what's going on out there. Right. Exactly. All right. 
What's next on our list? So next on our list, posters and signs displayed around the church. Now, your church does a great job at this. Uh, I have walked into, and your church used to be my church, but I, I walked in, I would walk into the men's bathroom. Oh, yeah. And... Stand there at the urinal. <laughs> Doing your thing, huh? And looking at the wall in front of me, and there is a nice poster. Little flyer, Picture yeah. flyer in a, and you see this in restaurants. Yeah, restaurants and bars, bars and that sort of thing, yeah. Not that I go in any bars, but uh, you see this in different places, and, you know, it's, they're advertising something for the restaurant or the bar, you know, or they'll some, put whatever some uh, event, yeah, yeah, like uh, I mean, Chili's. Yeah. Is that a bar? Or is that a restaurant? I but don't know. they'll throw the the sports page up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> in the exactly. Bathroom. So, really, in, in, in a live church, your church you you go to in Tucson does a nice job at this. There's little things that they've mounted to the wall, and they can slip these flyers in and out right. promoting certain things going on. Now, I, I don't know what the gals have in their restroom because I don't go in there, but probably very similar. Similar, I would Probably's, think. They don't yeah. stand at a urinal, but, yeah, back but there's the, different. The, yeah, yeah, you know, when you got some people, you right. got some time, you got a few minutes, uh, yeah. might as well preoccupy them. Yeah, yeah so, that's a great, that's actually a really good idea. It's kind of borrowing from the, the restaurant and the, right. yeah. the industry, but the, that that area, when you said we did a great job, I was originally going, I don't remember. And then you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. a key place. Yeah. Uh, we, and, and you can also do posters, too, if it's something. Uh, you could put bigger posters up different places in your facility as well. Mm-hmm. Again, the key to this, as we keep saying, is you know put something together that looks decent. Right. And, and honestly, some of you might be listening to this podcast going, well, I don't have that ability. Well, you know what? There are... There's, there's, uh, we have to talk about this sometime, but there are some re- free resources out there for, uh, uh, I mean, there's iStock Photo, but that costs money usually, but there's some other ones out there and they, they escape me off the top of my head that you could use that are available. So you could use some graphics, you can grab some stuff, put some things together. And again, a lot of what I use is just paint. Yeah. And uh, dollar photos, another that I'd heard of. Which one? Dollar photo. Dollar photos. Okay. Which kind of gives the impression it's a dollar. It is a dollar a photo, but yeah. they also have a subscription model with it. So yeah. kind of like the dollar store or whatever. It's it's more than a dollar. But yeah, uh, the um, and again and again, there's there's GIMP out there that that is you know software. It's free, mm-hmm. and then there's Adobe Photo Premiere and all that stuff that costs money. But again, you can put together some nice stuff with with minimal effort. And and put it all around the church uh, or your facility, whatever it might be, and it can make it can it can really make a a a, a difference. So the last one I put on this list, do you have something else to add? No, no, that was it. Like the, the last thing I put on this deal was uh, you know how to get people more involved, uh, have an interview process, and um, the reason I put that on there was sometimes it's good to do that if 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 the situation lends itself to that where you can actually sit down with somebody and, and talk to them a little bit more, especially if you have something that's more of a, I don't know, more of a qualified need. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, but, but again, I, I want to be careful that I don't make this too hard because you don't want to chase people off. Right. But, mean, a qualified need may be, maybe we need a new bass player for the band. Right. right. Yeah. So audition would be. Yeah. In an place. interview slash audition, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. When I used to do worship teams, I mean, I had everybody and their brother come up to me saying, can I sing? You know, and they, some of them couldn't sing very well. 
So I, we always had auditions, right? But, uh, and, and, you know, with children's workers probably would be good mm-hmm. to have an interview process for your children's workers. Newer families today are very cautious about, you know, who they let watch their kids, even in church situations. So I think that would be good. Uh, but, uh, the other thing too, and the other, the other side of the coin to that is that, uh, uh, you know, you don't necessarily need to have somebody that's really committed. Uh, they might be a new believer. They might not even be a believer, and they're coming to your church. There could be some places they could serve. And mm-hmm. I know this is some people might be thinking, oh, my gosh, we might let somebody that's not a Christian be involved in our church. Well, again, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. When you make a connection with somebody, it changes mm-hmm. their life. Right. You can disciple. I think I, I there's many testimonies I think out there of people that got involved before they became a Christian. They came a Christian through the yeah. through the process of yeah. being involved. Yeah, I saw this happen in, in when I was a senior pastor. I actually saw this happen. I had people involved uh, in different things, and uh, uh, their Christianity they may not have been a Christian at the time, but they became one later. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and and you know, some everybody's on a journey anyhow. So when you have people on a journey, uh, sometimes it's it's kind of hard to tell where they're at. So again, I qualify this by saying in some situations, yeah, you want to make sure they're committed. <laughs> you know, uh, you want to make sure you have a good understanding and they have a good understanding. But but also there are maybe some situations where eh, they may not, maybe they want to help out with a coffee ministry or something. If you have coffee, eh, you have to be a right. committed Christian to help out in the coffee ministry. You, know, you get what I'm saying? So again, right, exactly. some thoughts to say. So um, that pretty much wraps it up for my note, notes. Uh, Looks good to me too. So, uh, folks, if you have anything to add to this or maybe some disagreements, we would love to hear from you. You can check us out on iTunes, Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, give us a review. Give us some feedback there. We're on uh, there. The other platform is we have a little blog called newmediaministries.tv. Uh, where uh, you can also check out our resources on streamingchurch.tv under the resource menu. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. I think it's under my name under YouTube. I think Phil Thompson Live. But we we post the podcast all sorts of different places, and so we'd love to hear from you and and give us some feedback. And again, if you have something you'd like us to talk about, a topic. By all means, yeah. suggestion. Yes, yeah, fire us an email. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And the email is support at streamingchurch.tv. So, all right, that about does it. So, uh, we're in my office this time. Last week, uh, I had a terrible time in your office because your cat. <laughs> Allergies. My wife's cat. Your wife's cat. See, you keep throwing Tina under the bus. <laughs> you, But you like that cat. I've seen you. You like that cat uh, a lot. So, I have a dog here. And you were telling me right before the podcast that my microphone here, your microphone, smelled like my dog. <laughs> so is that was that a touche? That <laughs> I like, guess so. That's, right, so. It's fine. It's just a dog. It's pro- I probably laid it down for a moment and the dog sniffed it or something. <laughs> Who knows? Or maybe the dog peed on well, I, I happened to stick my nose on the microphone. <laughs> All right, folks, we appreciate you very much listening to our podcast, and uh, we appreciate if we can help you in any way with streaming video, mobile apps, websites, church management stuff, or anything else. Give us a call or let us know. Support at streamingchurch.tv. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We will catch you next week for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. 